episode of We Gotta Talk! Man, it feels like forever. I know, <laughs> I know, right? Today, as usual, your hostess, because you probably forgot us at this point. <laughs> uh, my name is Damiana Torrens, my Instagram is at Damiana Torrens, and my beautiful partner, as usual, here. Hey guys, we're back. As Amina said, I'm Valentina Ricci and my Instagram handle is at valentinaricci07. So today we're going to talk about the second half that was missing from the other episode. So this is the eighth episode, I believe. And this is the second half of astrology, which is a very interesting topic to talk about. And it's so long and so freaking interesting that we're bringing to you part two. Not to mention that we left out the other beautiful half of science. <laughs> um, this will be our second roasting, so get those plates ready for some good grilling. Uh oh. Because <laughs> today we're bringing you, and we're starting right off with Leo season, which means that our first sign on the roasting will be, you guessed it, Leo. Which means we're, we're kind of on the schedule. I mean, we left, but we're, we're back right on schedule, though. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We, we started on cancer season, and then we started the second half on Leo season, so that's completely fine. I mean, that's, that's how it should be, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to apologize if anyone was looking out for the next episode. There were a few big changes happening to each side of this podcast, which meaning me and Valentina. Um, but we're back, we're gonna keep it up, and again, if you like any of these episodes or any topic that you want us to talk about, please let us know. Otherwise, I'm gonna go ahead and keep this grilling going. So, let's start with my absolute favorite, and of course, it's because I am a Leo. So, let's start grilling me. <laughs> So let's say something about Leo. Leos are, I feel like everyone knows a Leo somehow because they really like to stand out and they usually do without trying too hard. Um, Leos are this loud person in the room, the one that always dress very differently. Um, they're usually very nice friends, I will say. Valentina can confirm you on that later. Absolutely. They're usually very loyal. <laughs> They're usually very loyal to their people. They're like, as if you see the lion as uh, the image, they're very much like the lion in the way that they always protect their people. So if they, if anyone tried to mess up with their family, their friends, their close circle, they feel way more threatened than when someone tries to mess up with them directly. Uh, that's a big thing in the Leo sign. Uh, on the other hand, they're very creative. They usually like to be in things, not to be a surprise for me at least, uh, things like music, art, um, a lot of fashion. Those are usually the interests that Leo will have. Um, into other stuff to say about Leo, we have they're, they strive for greatness, they are very um, obsessed with success uh, and they really work hard for it. They don't give up easily, I'm telling you, it's like you will overthink a hundred times when you don't give up, it's really hard. And yeah, they're quite competitive and they're really honest when they have to. 
So that's a little to know about our Leo friends. Uh, Valentina has a bit to tell us about them too. Yeah, well, I have the actual roasting part, which I know that you gave it to me because people will probably hate me and not you. But this is actually where the roasting starts. Um, I would say it's mostly. I would say it's mostly because you are kinder when you roast. For me, probably people will hate me more because I'm way more <laughs> hateable in that sense. Yeah, a little unfiltered on that part. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, that that's that's a smart decision. There's see, Leo's right there are very smart because that was a smart move. So I'm gonna start uh, with the roasting part. Actually, as I was saying. And since we're talking about Leo, uh, the roasting here will be that Leos tend to be a little bit, if not too much, self-centered. They like themselves a lot, and we all know this. Uh, like Damiana said, if you know Leo, you know this for a fact. They're self-centered, and they like to take care of themselves a lot. Uh, but also, yeah, but I mean, it's not, it doesn't really, it's not a bad thing, but it could be. It depends on how you, you know, how to manage that. But also, this comes also with a burden since since they're all self-centered, they're self-critical too because they want themselves to look and to be the better version of themselves and this also could, you know, bring self-criticism. And this makes, you know, very... Yeah, yeah, they, this makes uh, a very important part of Leo in that, in that sense. And also, they, they tend to um, overthink decisions as in when they need to decide something, when they need to, uh, you know, take action on something, they really overthink because since they, you know, think a lot of themselves, they don't want to be wrong, they don't want to seem as weak. So they take a lot to make these decisions and to be the, you know, the better thing for them. Also, this comes as in bottling up uh, problems, maybe. As in, like I said, they don't want to seem weak, they don't want to seem like they need your help. So they won't tell you if they actually need it. So if you have a Leo friend, always offer, you know, help in any way. Because even if they don't tell you, and even if they don't show it, because they're always going to show the best version of them, um, they probably might going through something and you don't even know about it. So always offer help because Leo will bottle things up. And not because they don't trust you, not because they don't like you, but because they don't want to seem weak. They don't want to seem weak in front of other people. So this could be the roasting part of Leo. What do you think? Well, that hit hard, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, that's what, that wasn't my intention. I mean, I, I'm gonna touch on that point and say it. it's completely true. Mostly the bottling up. I'm glad that Valentina knows that. <laughs> I mean, the, yep. there's a lot of years of friendship to know that. Um, yep. I also gonna touch on the self-centering part. It's very true. Leo's usually think of themselves as the most important person to be taken care of, uh, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But you know, you have to keep it um, until a point because it could see as you think the world goes around you, and you have to remember that it's not <laughs> basically. So as much as it's great to take care of yourself, you also have to remember that there's other people, other people that go through troubles and their situations are bigger than the problems in your head, which is what I find usually telling myself. So that's a little on Leo. I will touch on compatibility here because I find that something people like to know. Um, I'll say compatibility for Leos. Uh, usually, I've, they say Libra is a really good um, mix for Leo. My, my friend used to say that it's because Libra is like 
a second version of Leo, but kinder. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that, but I will say there's a lot of uh, similarities between both signs. I don't find it completely true on the fact that similars are so great in relationships, but they tend to be really good shopping partners. That I can tell you though. <laughs> um, then we have that they're supposed to take really good relationships with fire. I disagree with this. I'm just saying this because this is common belief. Uh, they said that Leos are supposed to have good matches with other fire signs such as Aries and Sagittarius because yes, Leos is, Leo is a fire sign. Um, I disagree a bit with this. I feel like as much as you can have good friendships with them, uh, I don't know if you can have a serious relationship with another uh, fire sign. Everything is possible, but I'll say it's a bit harder just because of the fact that both people are way too anxious, both of them want to do things all the time. Uh, all the Aries, for example, tends to be impatient and Leo is super patient. And then Sagittarius tends to be the light of the room and Leo as well. So that could be a bit of a trouble because Leo looks for stability and looks for comfortability because it's a fixed sign. So they crave routine in a way, which means that I feel personally that they will go better with uh, either an earth sign that has some uh, strong base or a water sign that provides them calm and emotionalness because Leo's tend to hide their emotions from time to time again for the weakness thing so I usually tend to say that Leo's get really well with cancers Valentina and I are quite a good example of it yep. uh, in any sort of relationship Leo gives cancer a bit of more um, self-assurance yeah, spiciness, uh, support, and they both um, have a lot of creativity going on, which means that they usually will have very common interests and they will get into a lot of things together. They're also very sentimental signs, very emotional. Cancers do tend to uh, show it a lot. Uh, compared to Leo, but that's a good thing in, in the mix because then Leo feels comfortable to show it as well. And Cancer could be like the best fan of Leo, which means that they will feel comfortable with them too. So yeah, that's something to consider. And then Geminis. Geminis are supposed to be good with Leos. I'll say they're better as a friendship, but I have seen, I have seen some relationships too of Geminis and Leos. Usually Leos are attracted to Gemini knowledge and Geminis are attracted to Leos way of being so open and always putting their ideas out there. Cancers crave knowledge too, so they like to see all Leo's about, I guess. I usually tend myself, I, I tend to, sorry, I got tongue tied there. <laughs> I tend to have a lot of, a lot of uh, Gemini people in my life, so I do know that there's certain common attraction between Gemini and Leo, so that might happen very, very often, and I think they do make great friendships. For relationships, I will say you just need to work a bit harder because both are very sociable signs, and sometimes Leo tends to want a bit more calm and patience from time to time. But that's a lot talking about my sign, of course. So I'm gonna stop it right there. I'm gonna pass to the next one. Okay, That's next right. roasting is Virgo. So we have uh -oh. an earth sign, you all. Virgos, I feel like everyone knows a Virgo. I mean, 
there's always a sign that you don't know much, but everyone knows a Virgo because they're usually the introvert friend of the group. They're calm, they like to stay at home, they like cats, they, <laughs> they usually like movies a lot, they like to read a lot. When I say a lot, is probably that Virgo friend of yours have read like 20 books, have read like a whole bunch of articles and news and they usually like just read all the time. It's all the Virgos that I find in my life read and read and read which means that they usually are pretty smart too. They usually have a lot of knowledge of different stuff. They're not afraid to show that, but they can be a bit of a tough cookie to break into. They're not the most open people on the first time. They are a bit, again, a bit shy perhaps on the first interactions, but once you meet them, they can open up from little to little to you. Because again, it's another sign. They take time to accept people in their social circle or in their life. They're also supportive with friends. They're pretty good people to talk to because they like to listen. And yeah, usually Virgos are that, that person that's pretty good at homing stuff. It's a funny thing. They usually are pretty good with plants. They usually are pretty good doing certain things around the house, the core. Uh, they're very organized. Like they really like to organize stuff. They, they're pretty good on keeping on a schedule. They're usually great on all those jobs where they have to organize the thing from A to point B. They, they're really great at that. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, all the Virgos that I know are so methodical with their work. They're super organized. And a funny thing is they usually are pretty good with words. So when it comes to that Virgo friend of yours who works in an office or who probably works with a lot of uh, people and sending a lot of emails, they're great at it. They usually are amazing communicators, even though they're shy, that's why they're better at writing. Um, they have great grammar, they, they dislike bad grammar. Again, the reading thing like, goes really deep into. They, they're great at writing. Like I know a lot of Virgos and it's, it's funny, it's like a funny fact about them. They always have this great way of writing and they're good. They're, they're just great. They're good like poets, they're good writers. It's, it's an interesting thing, I guess. Introvert goes into writing, something like that. <laughs> but yeah, Virgos are usually your shy friend who are very supportive and they usually are great organizing stuff and they want to have a lot of cute things at home. They love people to come over and they find home like their safe space so they don't like people to mess up with it. That's the other thing. Well, that's really nice to hear about Virgo because, you know, like you said, everyone knows a Virgo and even if you don't know it, they're there and um, yeah, I can confirm that they're very smart people. Like you said, they like to read a lot and on that side, yeah, since, you know, they read a lot, they're very smart and they uh, write a bunch of things that are, like you say, like poets, uh, uh, like books and all of that and I think it's because of that because they tend to you know like read a lot and they're very smart i can confirm that they're very very smart but now they're coming to the side of the equation which is a part of roasting them and let me see how can i put this because this, this, is, <laughs> this is this is not nice but i'm gonna say it anyways because we, we none of us are perfect and virgos are not the, the exception so let's go and you know dive into it 
Um, so Virgos tend to, since they're very smart and they, you know, like you said, super organized, they probably go and try to fix people's lives. As in, what? What do I mean with this? It's like they will try to like, um, if they see something and they think it's not right or that you could do it better, please do not doubt it for a second that they're gonna tell you and even try to do it themselves. Like, because, you know, if you're moving one thing from, you know, one place to another and then you're not doing it the right way, they're probably gonna get into it. It's like, oh, no, no, I get it. Or they're gonna tell you until you do it right. And they're not gonna, you know, like, leave you alone since they like things, you know, organized and very well done. So they would try to fix the these things for people. Um, and this also comes with, you know, criticizing this, you know, people's way of life. Because, like I said, since they want things to be the, done the right way, um, and they're very, you know, high maintenance in this side, so they're not gonna, you know, they're not gonna keep it to themselves. They're gonna tell you if you're doing something wrong. And, and they tell you until you get it right. So they can, you know, come out as, um, as you know, critics a lot. They, they tend to criticize, not because, you know, they don't want you to... Uh, it's not because they're mean, it's because they're high maintenance. And that's there's a difference. And also, this also comes hand in hand with being organized. They're obsessive planners. Like, they want to have a plan for everything. They want to all plan it out. So everything goes right. Because they don't like things going wrong. They don't like mistakes. They don't like, you know, things just out of the blue. They like plans and they like to have everything organized. And they know what's going to happen and what they're going to do. Like, okay, so we're going to the park. And then we have this and this and this and that. And then we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And that's their plan. Because they want everything to come out right in the most perfect way possible. So I think their goals in that way um, tend to, you know, this... Or think this thing of being organized uh, can come out as you know obsessive planners or like I said because they want everything right they probably go into as much as they can with people to try to you know maintain everything the right way so I think in this in this side Virgo can come out you know as that yeah I'll say Virgos are a bit perfectionists I think that's a word um, they could be perfectionists from time to time the bad connotation on that is they get frustrated sometimes with when things don't go their way, which I think is something to work on. Um, because most of the time, because they're such great planners, things will go their way and they will probably just have it all planned out. But they have a hard time with things coming out of the blue and going out of routine, which is something that usually I tend to see Virgos working on. Um, on the other hand, I mean, as we were talking about Virgo, uh, again, great communicators. When they're in a social environment, which is not always because they get tired of social environments quite quickly, they could be a very interesting person to talk to. Always, uh, They're always kind. That's another thing that I want to mention because um, they're always kind with others. They always want other people to feel comfortable. They don't like people to feel uncomfortable on a, um, on a social setting. So they usually tend to um, always have a topic to come to come sorry <laughs> to talk with other people but just don't expect them to be the first one to talk to you uh, because usually they're mostly introverts again I always want to because I didn't said this at the beginning but I just want you to remind uh, to remember remind you 
having a tough day today. Um, it's been it's been a long time. It's been a long time. To remind you that all of the signs are just not one sign. This is something we can get into in another time, but again, whatever we say about your sign is not 100% precise because you yeah. have more than one sign uh, on your astral chart. Your main one perhaps will be the one with the stronger characteristics, but you have more than one uh, being the principal, I will say. You have three principal signs that sort of do a mix of you and of course there's other things that go into and make you the person who you are but um coming back to science i just wanted to put that little disclaimer out there just in case that you're like i'm not like that at all okay well i'm sorry <laughs> you might have another strong sign on your moon that's making you quite different <laughs> um but proceeding on virgo before i get sidetracked um we have some compatibility for Virgos. So since Virgo is this um, calm, it's funny because I was looking about compatibility with Virgo because I'm gonna admit it right there, I have dates on Virgos. Um, and I was looking for compatibility because I never felt like I was really a good sign to go into a relationship with Virgo. So while I was looking for it, one that keep popping up and that was just like on your face was Taurus. Really, Taurus is a very good um, beer partner. They tend to go very well together. They're both earth signs. Uh, they usually like home. They usually like to do a lot of home stuff. They like organization. They like things to be set. They always, uh, they're very straightforward, mostly Taurus, but they, they will keep a good line of communication, but most than anything, they will keep a good routine and a, a strong um, way of living. So they, they're very clear what they like. They're very organizing how they, they like things. So they will both have that balance constantly. Taurus is a bit more outgoing. Taurus is better at social audience, even though they don't let people come into their circle easily, like not at all. But that will bring Virgo a bit more out of the house. And then they're both a very, um, I think Taurus is a fixed sign. Um, and they're both very, how to say, they're very stable. So they're both signs that will keep a very stable relationship because they like things to be a certain way and they will be very honest in, about what they're looking for because they're not the kind of signs that like things going up and down. Like to say a Gemini or a Sagittarius, they're usually more of going out of a routine. These signs are routinary signs, so that will be a good mix because they'll feel stable in most of the times, which is what air signs usually crave the most. They just like a stable, calm, and very decided um, way of living, as long as they feel comfortable. Um, another sign that I can see going with Virgo is any in between Pisces and Cancer. They said that Cancer was a better combination when I was looking for it. I will say either of them will go well just because it provides Virgo some calm. Virgos can be a bit of an over overthinker from time to time because again, the whole organization thing and to keep things in place. Um, so Cancer will provide them with a bit more calm. Uh, will also bring out their emotional side uh, which they don't tend to pull out very often. They're more of a logical sign. Again, this is a earth sign kind of thing. Um, so Cancer will pull out a bit of their emotional side 
and to get more into how they're feeling, which they crave to be asked, but they don't put it out there very often. So that will be a good mix, any Pisces or Cancer. The thing I don't mention Scorpio is because Scorpius are a bit of a tough cookie on water signs. I'll get into that later. But yeah, I will say the either a water sign or a Taurus could be a great combination for a Virgo. If you want something a bit different, keeping it on the air sign, I will say a Capricorn, but eh, Capricorns can be a bit tough with their opinions and the way of living. So I'll find that that will be uh, a pulling in and out from each side. Like each of them will be like, this is what I want. The other one will be, but this is what I want. So it will be a continuous pulling from each side until they decide who is gonna take like the control of what's happening. Whew, okay, that's for Virgo. Now, let's go into Libra. Yay! Libras. So, I feel like Libras are always this person who is like a cute person. Like you meet them and they have like, this cute attitude to them. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, it's just something that I have seen. Uh, they're usually very nice from the first moment that you meet them. They're just the nicest people most of the time. They always want to feel everyone... They always want to make everyone... Oh god, again, tongue tied. They want everyone to feel good, okay? Like they just want everyone to have a good vibe, to have a smile on their face. They really try to keep peace on the environment kind of thing. They're usually... I, I always relate my grandmother on this because she's a Libra and that's how I see Libras. Like they're just kind and they want to help everyone, but they are also super social. Like super social. They know everyone, they have a ton of friends. Um, they are always like hanging out with different people. They have a, a huge amount of social circles. They're always out there and people know them, okay? They're, they're, people know them. They will know who they are. And they like that. They like to, to have a lot of people around them. They usually don't feel good being alone so much. So they like to keep a good amount of people surrounding them. They're also very familiar, uh, familiar is not the right term. They're um, very, how to say this? Very, um, yeah, like family signs. They love to be in family. They love to be at home with their family. I'm repeating myself. Yeah, but they're, they're very homey, I guess. They, they like home, they like to stay at home. They're, they like home as much as they like to be outside. Like, they like both. I feel like they could change their environments really quickly, but they will always make their surroundings comfortable for them. They will really work making the place they are comfortable because that's something they like. Um, on the other hand, they usually like fashion a lot. They are those people that really like to have a lot of clothing and different cute outfits and they worry a lot about their personal appearance. Again, this is why people tend to say that Leos and Libras are very um, similar, is because both signs, and I think that's a similar part of that, both signs are really worried about how they look. They, they like to look good for every occasion. I would say Libra cares more about what other people think sometimes of how they look compared to Leo, but not in the bad way. Like they always like to be complimented on how they look. They always like to have something different, but very well put together. That's usually how I see Libras are 
well put together people. They are super social. They have great relationships with everyone. They like to help and they are great co-workers to be honest. Like I have had some labor co-workers and they're usually really great co-workers to have because they, they are really team workers. That's the word. They're great team workers. Um, but then Valentina will tell you the rusting out of that because there's a few bad connotations to that too. <laughs> yeah, well, um, my mom is a Libra so I can confirm all of this. Uh, this is exactly like my mom, how she is. And also the pros, and but the cons too. So I'm gonna start my roasting side now for Libra. And I can say that since they're very, you know, they take care of, you know, they like to take care of people and their family, they can overdo this. Like they can overtake care of people. And yeah, there is such a thing as overtaking care of people because then you forget about yourself and then you, you know, put your everything into, you know, the people around you, which is, not bad but also you should take care of yourself as well so libras used to you know they tend to um overtake care of people they're always trying to like you know make everyone is okay make sure that everyone is fine they're having fun they're okay they're feeling good so this they do this way too much like to the point that they forget about themselves and that's you know that can be you know a con at the end of the day um they also like damiana said uh they care of what people might think of them what people you know might have their appearance on them so they uh they try to you know as just because they're trying to make everyone happy um since they're like i mean i said they're fashionable and stuff they can come into the side of oh like i mean i said um i want to look good but because i want to look good for me but also because you know i want people to think that i look good and what people think that oh i'm very fashionable and you know oh that i'm very kind or whatever so On this side, Libra goes way over the top for other people and then they kind of tend or they can come to the point that they don't, um, they leave themselves on the side. And this can bring them problems, obviously, because you can't please everyone. That's that's a fact for everyone who doesn't know. You can't please everyone. So um, in this case, Libras tend to do this. So... Um, Yeah, Libras on that side, yeah, they're very for people and sometimes, you know, this can bring consequences because when you leave yourself on the side, uh, that's not good and that's, you know, there's always, there always has to be a very big space and, you know, a priority that's yourself. So Libras um, do the opposite. They're always, you know, pro people instead of, you know, there's a balance between people and, you know, yourself. And they, they go, the balance goes a little bit heavier on the taking care of people and people's priorities side. Yeah, I, I think what I want to mention in that is, it's not just the fact that they're for the people, it's also the fact that people take to take advantage of that, which is that that's the part that I feel negative too, because they don't, they won't realize sometimes that people is taking advantage of their kindness. That's the part that involves my blood in mm -hmm. a way because they're super kind people and they will really go the extra mile to help you. But we know there are some people out there that aren't great and they will take advantage of that kindness and that all that work that you do for them and they will just, oh, you know, this is a great person. Let me just take advantage of that and they can do it for me. So that's the part that I will say, keep an eye on that because not everyone is 
not everyone is that nice, which is usually the problem with Jose that's our Aries and Libra thing, they usually think everyone is their friend and it's not that. It's not a way, like not everyone can be your friend, not everyone can be nice. So usually try to like behold yourself of helping everyone or putting so much of yourself into everyone because not everyone is that great and most people won't give that back to you. So, you know. That's just something to keep an eye on. Um, and then when it comes to the caring about other people's opinion, that do happen with Libras. Uh, I guess that happens with everyone, but Libras have like a special thing on there, the same as Leo's. Like they really are for the people in the way that they like people to see them. They like people to talk about them. Um, but Libras get very affected by it. So I guess something to work in is just don't. Like, try to be more for yourself than for others, pretty much. Like, that's just something to work in there. Um, I'm not gonna keep going into the roasting. <laughs> um, I'm gonna try to tell you a bit about compatibility with Libras. I find Libra, and this is a fun thing to mention, because Libra is a love sign, by the way, in case we didn't like, mention it before. Yeah, they are ruled by God, Venice, mm -hmm. which is basically the mm -hmm. planet that rules relationships. Um, which means the Libras pretty much or relationship sign. So they fall in love very often. They have multiple relationships through their life. And I feel for that, I will say that anyone could fall in love with a Libra. Um, because the way they are, they're just this kind person who wants to help and they usually love love. Yeah, they love love. <laughs> like I'm telling you, they love love. So they usually really just try to be in relationships all the time. The only problem is sometimes they don't know how to handle it. Then people will look at them like they're just flirters, but that's just their way to be. Um, that's why compatibility was a bit tough for me because I feel like everyone has been attracted to a Libra at some point, maybe. Um, but if I had to see some signs in my work with Libra, again, Leo popped up on my research I don't believe this is necessarily true. I think they could be great uh, shopping partners. They could be great, let's take a coffee, fashionable partners, like gossip girl kind of thing. Like I see that friendship like that kind of thing. <laughs> but when it comes to relationships, I find it a tough time because since they are so similar, I feel there will be some problems on probably how people look at them and they will like really care about that. And then there will be sort of a problem when it comes to who is the main image of this relationship so sort of an ego concept and Leo will kind of try to push Libra out of that and it, I, don't, I don't think that will work pretty well so as much as that pops up on the search I feel there might be some trouble with egos and like your like the images of these two parts of the relationship so you know that's something to keep an eye on um, what else? We have Gemini going with Libras. This will be two air signs because Libra is an air sign. Um, how, do, how do I say this? I don't know how air sign with an air sign will go. Again, everything is possible. But the thing about air signs is all air signs are very detached. Like as much as Libra is a love sign, they're detached to a certain point. Like they don't get into like relationships and spend a bunch of time on it. When they see they can get like very involved and pulled by a relationship, they tend to pull out. This is something that air signs do a lot. That's usually why I say that you have to be patient with air signs. 
um, they have some of a bit of um, um, fear to um, compromise to certain stuff. I will say Libra has a bit of that fear too. That's why with Gemini it doesn't seem like the best choice to me because both signs will be too afraid to be in a relationship. Like, it, probably Gemini will take the decision at the end because, oh, that's a great fact to put. I completely forgot about that. Libras are the most undecisive people you ever gonna meet. They can't take a decision. Never. Like, don't put a Libra take a decision, okay? You all, like, they usually have the hardest time taking any from the simplest to the hardest decision. So that's why I feel Libras have to go with a really strong, decisive sign. Gemini is tend to have a hard time taking decisions just because of the fact that they overthink everything and they usually like to do five things at the same time. So at the end, they have a hard time taking a decision because they will prefer to make both of them. <laughs> so that's a main thing of why I wouldn't recommend to put these two signs together. Um, they'll probably have the hardest time <laughs> just deciding where to eat. <laughs> um, I'll say Libra probably could go well with, hmm, let's see. I mean, I have seen Libra's and, and Gemini's relationships work because at the end of the day, Gemini will provide some stability to Libra, believe it or not. Um, when Gemini really puts their mind on something, they find it. So they will provide some stability to Libra and Libra will always be interested because Gemini is one of the most mutual signs out there. They will constantly renovate themselves and change so Libra will be always interested, besides the fact that Geminis have a great sense of style. So as long as it's gonna be a tough roller coaster to get to a stable relationship with these two, might work at the end. Like there's good hopes that after the you know the work that you do at the beginning, this could be a long-term relationship uh, because they have mutual social interest and they both care about their appearance. To society but they also are very smart on the way they put it between themselves like they are really organizing how they're gonna do that and they're not super emotional they're more logical but they are very um, well no Libra's kind of emotional um, but not that much like they put their feelings to till the line and Gemini probably would like that because they they are a bit hard on putting their emotions on plate um, then I have Sagittarius. So for a fire sign and this air sign, I think it's a good one because again, uh, this like with the fire sign, emotions are everywhere because fire signs are just about, you know, fire, emotions, feelings. So that's something Libra tends to be attracted to. They like people who really put their emotions out there because they love love. So that may be something that works. I, I don't have a lot of experience of seeing Libras in relationships. That's why I don't want to give my personal opinion. I mean, I already did, but <laughs> I don't want to like fully put my personal opinion of what will go better for Libras. But I'll say Sagittarius just in the way that they're exciting signs and Libra always looks for new experiences. So they'll feel excited with the fact that Sagittarius always have a new plan. They always, they're up for anything. Like you could always call them and they will do anything. They will keep Libra on, always on fun. And Sagittarius take decisions real quick. They could be quite impulsive from time to time, but they will take the decision. They won't put Libra to that. So they will take it and they'll do it. Um, and Libra probably will feel comfortable with that since the fact that they tend to be a bit afraid of taking such a harsh decision. 
Um, and they will always keep the relationship fun. It will be a up and down um, on what they're gonna do and what they're not gonna do, but they will always uh, have a fun time together. That's for sure. Like they will do about anything. I can imagine these two like going in a bunch of trips and like always having a new plan to do. A weird mix, I'll say, maybe could be Libra and Scorpio. I have seen relationships with Libra and Scorpio, and it kind of works, but. Obviously, because we're going into Scor we're going into Scorpio afterwards, so I might just introduce Scorpio this way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I, that'll work as long as the Scorpio's okay <laughs> with it. Uh, let's introduce my Scorpio friends in this way. Ah, Scorpio. I feel like the Scorpio is such a funny sign because most people um, will see them as a dark sign. Right, they had that kind of vibe to them. They, I think, people see Scorpios as like the dark, this type of you know mysterious type of sign, you know, of people, in that sense. Yeah. In fact, why don't we start with a rose and a Scorpio, so then I can actually pull the good things of Scorpio? Because I feel like people usually see them as a negative side. So I'm gonna let you start with this one. Well, that's that's interesting. Okay, let's do it. I like that dynamic. Okay, so for Scorpio, since we're starting with the roasting this time, they're extremely like closed up. Like they won't share anything with you until they're 110% sure that you're worthy of their trust. Like they won't tell you anything about themselves. They won't share anything that they don't, you know, think that's actually really necessary at the time. Like they're extremely closed up in that sense they won't tell you how they feel they won't tell you what they think they won't tell you anything until they're actually 150% sure that you actually deserve it so in that sense Scorpio is very you know um reserved they they like to keep things to themselves and yeah they don't they won't share their story to anyone that goes by um also let's just you know add you know more to the fire since we're telling about, you know, Scorpio is like this very dark, mysterious type of person. Um, if you ever cross them, and I say, if you ever, ever dare to cross warning. them. <laughs> warning. Yeah, do warning. Do not recommend you to yeah. cross Scorpio. <laughs> yeah, do not cross people because they will find you and they will kill you. Like, they know how it would, that how it would take revenge. Like, they're extremely, you know... Uh, yeah, you know, Scorpios are basically the Avengers. Uh, they will go after you, and they will they will pay it back. Like if you did something to them, you're probably gonna, you know, they're not, you know, there's the, there's the saying that says, oh, you just wait for karma, you know, to take care of people. They're like, no, karma takes way too much. The Scorpio is a karma. That's what yeah, you're literally. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they will be like, yeah, no, karma takes way too long. I'm gonna be the karma. Like let me be their karma, and then they will. Uh, they will make you pay whatever they you did to them so i would say that if you ever you know are thinking to do something bad to scorpio ever taking advantage of them in any way possible do not cross these people like i'm telling you now and so you don't so you don't say like oh you never you know warned me about this no i'm warning you now do not cross these people because they will go after you and they will make you pay like they won't wait for karma to you know make it up to you no no they they, they like Damiana said they feel that they're the karma like no this this thing's 
takes way too long. Like, I'm gonna do this by myself because you deserve to pay to whatever you did. So, <laughs> um, finishing my roasting there, again, a warning. Please think twice before doing something that you can regret to a Scorpio. So, that was a great introduction to Scorpio. <laughs> I love that. I mean, here's the thing though, y'all. Scorpio is a water sign, which doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, th there's What? a funny joke. Really? Yeah, there's a funny joke between the zodiac like enthusiasts, like people who likes the zodiac, is that Scorpio. There's a few signs that didn't go well in the mix. Like they say, for example, Scorpio being a water sign is hilarious. Like how? It's the same. Like uh, for example, there's another sign that people make fun to. Um, Trying to remember which one. Okay. We, we're gonna leave that, but no, like Scorpio is a funny thing to be on the water side because usually when you think of Scorpio, the, le the last thing that you think is that they could be like Pisces or Cancer that are usually like more uh, an emotional sign. But when you really go deep into what Scorpio is, it makes more sense. The thing is that they're way more volatile, if that's a word, <laughs> way more fired up than any other sign, but they, will, they won't tell you. That's the part when the water comes in. So, a little thing about water signs in general, they're usually incredibly perceiving people. That they will know what something, like when something is happening, they'll know about someone, they know energies, they, they really feel their environments, okay? Like this is water thing. <laughs> But Scorpio goes to a different level. This is why they relate them to like, you know, dark stuff and all of those witchcraft and stuff because they, they really have a good sense of things. Again, being raised by Scorpio, I can tell you, they just know everything. They know what's gonna happen. They know when's gonna happen. Like they perceive things as quick as they have them. And that's why they don't share their opinions and things with people that often because they really have to be sure this person is worthy of their things. Most of the time, they just like to keep mystery. This is something I've been finding with Scorpius that I go meeting. They just like to keep the mystery on. They, they, they feel good with that. They, they don't like people to know all about them. They just like to keep the mystery. It's funny. They just feel good that way. It's, it's interesting. Like the, That's just their nature. Again, think on a Scorpio. They're usually like heated. They don't really like to go out there. But if they have to fight you, they don't have a problem. Like, believe me, they don't. Now, here's the thing though, Scorpios won't do anything to you if you don't do anything to them. Like, they're really calm, and actually, like, they're super calm, they're super chill people. Most of the Scorpios that I know, they're super chill, they're great to talk to because they always know a lot of stuff. And as a water sign, they don't like to get, you know, in like, this bunch of fights and bad situations. Like, they don't, they won't do it unless it's completely necessary. But In the moment that you really piss off a Scorpio, which again, let me tell you, that takes ages, okay? You can't piss off a Scorpio in a really simple way because they really uh, know how to control situations and they're usually really good manipulators. So they, they won't let a situation go that way, but they're super smart in the way they treat with people. So most of the time... Okay, that, that was a little... A little bug. Uh, most of the time... Um, Scorpius won't let a situation go that far, but if you really cross with them, that's when you have to be worried because they'll wait seven years if they have to, but 
after those seven years, they'll crush you. Let me tell you that for sure. Um, but a few amazing things about a Scorpio, because really, I like the sign a lot. I find it really interesting. But again, this is a sign that everyone will find interesting in the Zodiac because no one knows really about a Scorpio. So everyone finds it interesting. Uh, a lot of positive things, though. Um, they're... <laughs> Scorpios are called the phoenix in a few things from astrology, mostly because it doesn't matter what you put these people through. Like, these people can go through hell and back, I'm telling you. They could get completely destroyed and they will put themselves right up. There's none a thing that will destroy a Scorpio completely. It's, I think it's an amazing feature from the sign. It doesn't matter what you put them through, they will come right back and they will like do whatever they have to do and they will go through anything they have to go and they will always keep true to themselves again their their personality won't change like a scorpio has their personality they don't let people get to them and they, they usually are very self like they're usually very centered on how they like things um and again they're amazing friends though this i can tell you for sure as friend as scorpio friends are ride or die like they won't let you down when they tell you they're gonna be there, they're gonna be there, and they will go and hide a body with you if they have to. Like, <laughs> don't matter what it is, they'll be there. I'll show you that. Um, and what else? Like, another great thing to know about Scorpios is you usually don't have to tell them much. They know you're feeling bad. They'll support you. They'll they're great um, supporters emotionally because, again, they're a water sign. They might not look that they are, but they are a water sign when it comes to emotions. They're very emotional, hidenly and secretly, things affect them. Um, so they, they really feel for other people. Like they really try to get other people to feel better because they really are sentimental too. What else? Um, maybe let's go into compatibility. I mean, Scorpio is just this mysterious sign and people usually mm -hmm. is afraid of them, but in reality, they're amazing people. Like most of the Scorpios that I have met, I have great relationships with because they're just great people. Like they want to help. They are humble most of the time. They're very good reading people, yes. They will know everything about you and you will know 5% of them. Uh, but they usually are real interesting to talk to too. They're, oh, they really like esoteric topics like they will go into these weird topics like i find that with a lot of water signs they really like um strange topics but scorpio won't judge you at all like you can tell them that you're into cannibalism and they will be like man right into it like i love that like they will <laughs> talk with you about it they they won't judge at all which is a great thing um so when it comes to compatibility Usually, I'll say Scorpio goes well with water signs too. Well, that's what they say. I don't find this necessarily true because I think there's too much emotion on the air. Not that it's a bad thing, but you need sort of... Because Scorpio is a fixed sign compared to the other water signs, but... So they crave stability. Scorpio doesn't like to be out of their stability. They don't like routine, but they don't like things to be unstable. So... I have talked to about a lot of fake signs today, but okay. <laughs> so basically, um, what it means is they like the relationships to be stable. They're very, again, they have a lot of hard times trusting people. So when they get on a serious relationship, they really want to make it work. 
When it comes to water, water signs, it's not that I want to make it work, but they're not as intense. Scorpio's work is intense, like a lot of intensity in everything they do, most of it in relationships and in work, like they're really intense with their emotions. So when I think on a sign that I have seen working with a Scorpio a lot, like if I have to tell you a pairing on the whole zodiac that I have seen working, and I think I might have mentioned this before in, in the other episode, is Taurus and Scorpio. It's just something that I have seen so much. Taurus and Scorpio is like the regular mix-up of the zodiac that I see. When people tell me Zodiac is not a big deal, but then I see Scorpius and Taurus all the way and everywhere, I'm just like, what? I mean, this is a hard, a hard relationship. Like, I'm not gonna lie. It's a really hard relationship to put up with because both signs are very stubborn. But once you get it to the place that it could be a good relationship, there's no way you're gonna break that bond. I'm telling you. Taurus, First thing that Scorpio feel attracted to Taurus is Taurus is very confident of themselves. Like they won't care if the Scorpio is having a mystery and like doing their stuff and they don't want to tell them. Taurus will be like, okay, go live your life. That's not my problem. Like I told you what I want in a relationship. You fuck it up. Well, that's you and I'll say bye. And the Scorpios feel attracted to that because they usually don't tend to see that much of security in a person and a person who doesn't care about how mysterious they are or what they're doing. Taurus is very like straightforward. They they won't waste their time on it. So usually Scorpio feel really attracted to that security and that stableness because they don't again they don't like that unstable sort of relationship. And then Scorpio will provide Taurus of security because Taurus have a hard time with changes. And Scorpio's all the other way. A Scorpio could change in anything and take any risk and they'll be fine. They'll, they know they will be able to handle it. So I usually do a good um, balance in that and they're usually very serious over their relationship. They take their feelings really importantly so they both know that they're not just playing in what they're doing. So yeah, uh, I think if I don't even want to consider a sign for a Scorpio. I think Taurus is like the perfect sign for a Scorpio for some reason. I have just seen it so many times working that I'm like, yeah, it takes time, <laughs> it takes a lot of work, but once it's set, like it's like a set for life kind of relationship. I don't know why, but I just keep seeing it, man. So that's why I say it. It's just it just happens all the time. <laughs> Whew. God, I'm getting long on this one. What well, you we know we knew what we were getting into with astrology. Because this is this is a topic that you actually have to cover like real nice, you know, because you can't just skip some things and in some signs and not others. Like we have to actually talk about this the way you should and for you to like, you know, get the same information for everyone. That's just fair. That's a fair thing to do. Yeah, a little bit a little bit late to say that since we're fifty-five minutes into it. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit late to say that but if you got this far then yeah a little bit of disclaimer this is gonna take a bit too long yeah just hang on we're pricing you for waiting for us so long to make this episode we're pricing you with extra minutes exactly exactly that's right right yep let's get into the next one sagittarius Sagittarius, God, we have some fire signs to light up the mood. Um, so, Sagittarius. I just consider Sagittarius one of the most fun people you'll meet in your life. 
They're the loudest person in the room. They are the ones that will go on top of that bar or on top of that stage and make a show out of it. They're confident, they're fun, they are always the life of the party. They, they, they don't spend too much time on like getting sad or, or on like minimal stuff. They really enjoy their time, like good for them. They, they always seem to enjoy their stuff. Now, privately, they do um, create some um, emotion and some sentimentalism with other people. They're very, they're very social, so they really like to keep people around them. They don't like to feel alone. That's a very fire feature. Fire signs are afraid of being alone. Most of them are very independent, but at the time when they feel lonely, they don't feel great. So Sagittarius falls into the same category. They have a hard time being alone. That's why they're so social. Um, well, I mean, they're a social sign. That's why they have a hard time being alone. But um, they also crave um, great relationships in the way that they want something adventurous. They want something that keeps them on their toes. But they usually um, have a hard time finding that kind of partner because they like mutual, like they like, I will say, they would just like changes very often. They don't like routine. They don't crave to be always on the same stuff. They want a partner that really keeps them, you know, on the fun side. I'm going into compatibility and we're not even there yet, but I'm just saying that. Um, more about Sagittarius, they're really great hard workers. Like they usually get their way, okay? Like they get what they want. They really go for it. They work for it. And they, they since they're so social and they are so good talking to people, they usually get their way between people too, because they're, they're just this person that everyone wants to be around with they're always such a light in the room. Um, what else? What else? I don't know a lot of Sagittarius. I know a few. That's why I'm trying to remember a few things of the ones I know. I know they're loud. They they usually are great um, at putting a show. Like they're, they're really good at putting shows, which is a thing that I usually tend to find hard to stand from time to time because they're great putting on shows, okay? If they're telling you a story, like they will take the whole room to tell you the story. Um, what else? They, they, they have quite an expensive taste, I'll say. Um, Sagittarius don't mind spending when they have the money. But they, they like to do those, the, they drop their coin as long as they get the experience. <laughs> like, yeah, they do that. Um, they also are not routinary, as I mentioned, and they love to travel. They, they really love to travel. I like what one thing I really like about Sagittarius is how open they are. They're really open about knowing new things, knowing new cultures, new languages. They like to really feed themselves about uh, different things and they tend to be interested on others, um, like others' interests because they, they really like to see different things all the time. So yeah, that, that's the thing that I always like about them. They, they really crave to know different cultures and different places. So now I'm gonna give you the roasting ball. Bring it on. Okay, so let's go on the dark side of Sagittarius this time. Um, okay, since we're talking about Sagittarius and how social they are, like you said, and they want to be like around people all the time, 
this make kind of makes them attention seekers. They can come out as that as attention seekers since they always want to be around people. Since they're you know they're always wanna you know be talking about everything. And since they can put on a show, like you said, um, they like that attention. That's why you know when they're telling a story, they can take the whole room because they want to be the center of attention to tell that story. They want everyone's eyes on them. And this can come out, yeah, as, you know, it's kind of like a center of attention. Am I, I am the center of attention type of thing. So this can come out as that uh, when with Sagittarius. Um, also, because of that, because this goes hand in hand, they will do anything, and I mean anything, to be the center of attention. Um, and this could also mean that they can probably minimize other people if necessary. Like they can, you know, probably... Um, They will to do a bunch of things in order for them to, you know, have attention of other people. So I'm not saying I'm not saying like mean things like oh they're gonna like push you out of the way to be like I'm not saying that of course, but um, they're probably uh, since they're loud and since you know uh, they like to be um, take the whole stage for them, uh, they can go over you in this case if if they want to be you know they actually want everyone's eyes on them. Um, And also, since they're always on the go, like Damiana said, they're always doing this, doing that in different places, they're always traveling, they're always getting to know new things, commitment can get in the way of that. So they don't really like, um, they don't really like commitment in that way, because since they're always on the go, they won't like someone telling them, oh, like, I want to stay here for like a while, I don't know how, like, how long, I just want to stay here, and they'll be like, uh, no, like, I want to get to know new things all the time like they want to always be traveling always meeting new people always doing you know great things that you know uh they will always moving around so in this case because they're always moving around and because they're always on the go they're kind of scared of commitment they don't want to be attached to anything so Or, or, I mean, attached to anything that can stop them from doing this. If they have someone who can jump on with them and be everywhere where they want with this person, fine. They don't mind. But if in that case, commitment comes out as, you know, if you live in some place or if you do something every day, they might not like that and they kind of, you know, back off a little bit because that could mean a problem for them because they don't like to stay in one place or doing one thing for too long they want to move around and get to know things and explore as much as they can they have a hard time getting into relationships because again they don't want to get attached to someone and just to stay on the same place because as i said again sagittarius really like to keep it like in different things they like to do different things all the time like they don't they don't like they hate routine they want to explore and meet as many different things as they, as they can So that's probably why they have a hard time getting on a relationship that is serious because they don't want that type of stability. I feel what the usual thing is they feel shame to something and that's not something they like very often though. But if I have to choose a sign that might give them that sense of let's do different things, let's explore, let's get into an adventure and don't keep it that serious I'll say Sagittarius and Gemini are a great, usually a great mix. A lot of people say no because they're similar, but I think usually they work pretty good. Because
because both sides doesn't like to keep a very tight, close relationship with the way that they don't want to be texting all the time. They don't want to be like talking every single minute of the day, but they definitely don't like to keep to lose contact. So as long as they feel like they're pulling apart, they're like, no, 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 no wait, <laughs> what's going on? They come back to each other. Um, and they keep it very lively. They, they are always doing different stuff. They're that fun couple that you see like traveling all the time. And Jamie and I have the quality of just being in five things at the same time and managing. So Sagittarius likes that since Jamie and I will keep their own interests all the time, but they also will come back to them. I, I, again, they're, Gemini is a multiple sign. I'm not sure about Sagittarius, but it, it's that sort of, we're not taking it too seriously, but at the end of the day, it's just you and me, you know, kind of thing. They, they just don't like to be in a super emotional, charged, intense relationship. They like things light and, you know, simple. So I will say that's a good, usually a good combination. I have seen it working. I have seen a lot of people going into it, but sometimes uh, what happens, you know, they say opposites attract. Gemini and Sagittarius tend to be very similar in the way of social outings. They always like attention. They always like to talk. They always have a lot of topics to talk about. So if you want something a bit more in the opposite side, I will say maybe a Sagittarius could go well with an Aquarius. That's a weird combination, but I can see it in a way because Aquarius are explorers. They like to know a lot of different kinds of things. They're very, I think we talked about this before, they're kind of weird in a way, but on a good sense. Like they, they really are into topics that not everyone is and into things that not everyone do. So that is something the Sagittarius might find interesting because again, they crave different knowledge and they crave to know everything that they haven't tried before. They, they like to try new things. That's the, that's the thing for it. So Aquarius might have that since the Aquarius are so unique. There, there will be things that Sagittarius have never experienced that Aquarius like, and that could bring some real interesting relationship. They also, both signs like to explore and to travel, so they could find a common ground in that. They will probably do a lot of weekend uh, outdoor outings and stuff. Um, what else? And Aquarius is a bit more center. Aquarius will give them a bit more of a stability, uh, Aquarius are more logical in the way that uh, they work and the way they live. So the impulsive Sagittarius will find a bit more of a stability on Aquarius in the way that Aquarius will take most most important decisions, while Sagittarius will be more of the one who take the risk. If anything else, they say they go way well with fire. I will touch again into fire signs with fire signs. I feel there's a lot of feelings and emotions going on in the air when you have two fire signs put together. There's a lot of impulsiveness and strong opinions. So I just see a lot of fighting going on in there and some problems with who is taking the manage of the relationship with the control of the relationship and who is being more of the subtle because none sign on the fire is that subtle to be completely honest to you. So I'll, I'll see some problematics in there. 
From air sign, I, I didn't really mention earth sign with Sagittarius because earth signs crave stability, Sagittarius doesn't. So, I mean, not like a routine kind of thing. And earth signs love routines and calm stuff. So I don't see that happening very well. Like perhaps they could probably go from time to time with a Taurus because Taurus is very outdoorsy in some ways. Like they like to do like camping and the sort of stuff and climbing. But as soon as Sagittarius pulls the, I don't know, uh, I want to travel alone or I want to do this alone, Taurus will be like, okay, I'm not up for that. So yeah. I don't know about the earth sign. The earth signs are very routinary and sort of calm, so I, I don't see it working with such a changeable sign as Sagittarius is. So that's it for Sagittarius. Usually, just I call them the light of the room. That's how I call Sagittarius, <laughs> the light of the party. Now we go into our last sign. I know it has been a long one, but bear with me. We're almost there. Uh, we have Capricorn. That's my rising. Just a little fact there. But yeah, Capricorns. Um, Capricorns are just out of everything. Like they, Capricorns are organized, they're serious, they're a bit cynical, tiny bit cynical people. They're the ones that hate people. <laughs> Usually when you get to meet a Capricorn, they're this type of person who are very straightforward with their opinions and they don't take, they don't take Sorry for the word, but they don't take it. Like that, they won't waste their time. <laughs> they, they will just like, no, they, they won't take it. So they're very um, confident in their opinions as an air sign. They're stubborn. They're usually very great workers. Like they're super centered in their work, super centered. Like they're great at what they do usually because they're so centered into it. And yeah, I will say that they're, they're kind of workaholics from time to time, but they always get their way of what they want. They have expensive tastes. They usually are great in social uh, meetings and talking to people because they know exactly what to say. They're very polite. They're great polite people and they're smart in the way they communicate. Um, they won't tell you everything about them. They like to keep them to themselves uh, and they really are have people, again, I think this is like a routine with air signs, but they're really hard to break if you want to have them as friends. Like they usually really try to keep it hard for people to get into their circle because they think their social circle is so important for them. Like such a, you know, very hard thing to get into because it's so important for them. Like they don't really want people they don't like in there. <laughs> kind of thing. Sacred, that's the word. It's like a sacred thing. The same as their space, they like their alone time, they like their space to be the way they like it. They don't they don't like people to come and mess it up as Virgos. They usually enjoy their alone time a lot. Like they are very productive signs. They always get things done and they're very logical. Um, what else? They're great friends because they're super honest. Like they're really honest. They will just tell you things straight in your face and they will support you in it, in everything because they're, they're strong signs. When I say strong, I'm saying like put them through a lot of stuff and they will manage, like they will support you. They will really um, try to keep it up because they're quite competitive too. So 
they will always try to keep on top of things. They're very responsible, they usually have a plan for what they want in life and they work through that and they strive to have success and they're usually very successful to be honest with them. <laughs> they usually find it because they're so hard workers. Now, we're gonna go into the roasting. That's right, the roasting time is on. So since Capricorn is our last one, let's go with roasting and yeah, let's see what we have for Capricorn this time, the last one of the signs. So for Capricorn, I have uh, that they're always right. They always think that they're, you know, on the right side of any discussion or any conversation or any opinion. They will always tell you that you're wrong and what you're doing or what you're saying is completely out of the question that they're always right they're never gonna tell you that's why you say um, i remember that you told me that they're kind of like kind of like a parent you know they're kind of like um like adults on that side the grown-ups uh since they're kids so have you ever and then i'm gonna compare it like this so everyone can understand on a personal level have you ever heard any of your parents say you're right no and that's why capricorn it's kind of like that adult type of thing that they, they will never tell you that you're right ever so um I, i take it in that sense because none of my parents have ever told me like oh yeah that's right i apologize i was wrong you're right no and you don't expect that from capricorn either because they always tell you that they're always right so this will also comes alongside with uh being con competitive i'm sorry competitive with anything that you you put their, that, that everything they put their minds to like 24 7 com like compete any competition like even if you you know making popcorn they will probably compete and you know make popcorn better than you just because you know they're always right and if they do popcorn probably it's going to be better than yours so they will always be on that you know constant competition and like about like pretty much about anything so in that size um capricorn is you know they're always the mr right type of sign and always competing to make sure that you know they're always mr right and um this could also come as in they're always right they won't admit that they're wrong if they are so they yeah. can come out as in you know have trouble being you know the sentimental type of sign you know they won't show uh emotions as you know as easy as other signs for example me that i'm the cancer i'm the crybaby of the signs yeah, but we're always like showing emotions all the time Capricorn is not into that. They're like, yeah, no, I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna be crying in front of everyone and I'm not gonna show that I, oh my God, I love you so much and I'm gonna scream for everyone to know. They're not gonna do that. So don't expect them to do that. Um, so yeah, they have trouble, you know, showing this type of emotions. They're not, don't expect them to be super over the top sentimental with anything because that's not really, you know, their strongest thing to do. So, um, for the roasting of Capricorn, that will be it. Yeah, so don't expect them to tell, to tell you that you're right because they always will be right no matter what. It doesn't matter what you do. They will always compete with you to try to, you know, show you that they're always right. And don't expect them to be oversharing their feelings with you because that's definitely not gonna happen. Yeah, so I define them as righteous and mature people. That's how I define Capricorns. 
Uh, well, the relationship thing, usually what I said is they will show their emotions while they feel comfortable in a relationship, but it takes them a while to get there. And it's not super emotional people. Uh, they usually are romantic to a certain degree when they really are in love, but yeah, don't expect those like cries and big like <laughs> emotionalness moments. Uh, the way I define Capricorns, actually, this one is like a good example of it. If you really want to think it's sort of a Capricorn, thinking Captain America, that's a great example of a Capricorn. Oh. Stubborn, righteous, grown up, positive and optimistic because they are optimistic as hell. Great co-workers, great team leaders. That's what a Capricorn is. Like, think. Captain America. That's an amazing example of a Capricorn. You see, I grow up. That's right all the time. That, that's that's your Capricorn right there. When it comes to compatibility with Capricorn, it doesn't come as a surprise that they go pretty well with another air sign because their personality. So Taurus could be a great um, mix. I mean, that's what they say. I don't know how much that could last because they both are super stubborn and they both think they're right. So I, I don't see that happening, but the internet said that could happen. I, I, I won't believe it until I see it. But yeah, I mean, I could see the thing about the earth sign because both like stability and honesty, but really that will be extra work just because of the fact that both are so stubborn and so realistic. So, I don't see it happening that much. Um, I think maybe a water sign could make them a better mix, mostly because water signs are calm, but they also are more emotional. So maybe Capricorn will feel a bit more comfortable putting their emotions on a water sign. And since water signs are so good reading people, while Capricorn is trying to hide all their emotions and they're feeling down or whatever it is because they're not good putting that out, the water sign will find a way to really soothe them and like make them feel in a good place to tell those feelings. And also they won't put them like out in a bunch of parties or social outings because water signs are not like that either. And Capricorn doesn't really like that because again, remember, they're like grown-ups. So they're just mature during the whole lifetime. I mean they'll do they will obviously go to stages and do their thing, but they usually are that uh, part of the group so they just want to take care of everything and be mature about things and thinking about consequences so yeah i will say maybe a um, water sign also because capricorn is very strong opinion and a water sign is a bit more mutual in the way that they could go with the flow while capricorn will have a hard time for that um so now because i don't want to keep this longer than we already did uh we're finished with the main section of all our signs. Yay! Yay! Now, I think we have some random facts to talk about. Yes, we do. Just to finish it up today. So, Valentina, what do you have for us? Okay, so I'm gonna start with Leo right now. Um, my fun facts for Leo are that they're very, very fashionable. Like, they take care of their style a lot. Like, since they're you know they want to be you know they're self-centered and you know self-critical and all of that since they're that they're very you know um strict about the way they look and you know the way they 
dress and all of them, their hair. Um, something about their hair is always super important that you would never see a Leo with like messed up hair ever. Like they're always, if they don't, if they don't dress up for the occasion, their hair will always be like they're, they I mean, have this, think on the main yeah think on the main people exactly exactly so uh it speaks from for for itself so you always see like this fashionable amazing like show-stopping leo dressed up as you know always fashion always trendy so yeah i think leo has that they're also uh the performers of the signs of like the whole zodiac uh they're the performers so they usually great singers fun fact usually great singers uh because of that too like since they're always want to perform in front of people they want to be you know always there they're great singers so there's a fun fact there for you and i think i will also add this on a more personal type of thing that i remember that i was talking to you damiana about people that are like celebrities and people in hollywood that i love turns out most most of them like if i like i'm in love with like eight people i think seven or six are leos like This is a fact because I, we actually looked them up and I'm like, I can't believe that everyone that I love is Leo. So, uh, yeah, that's why, you know, they're always, you're always attracted to a Leo, always. Um, and yeah, they're always make sure to like tell you. I think one of the greatest examples, and I hope you know who I'm talking about, is Taika Waititi, the, the director. He's always, in all of his interviews, He's always like, oh, you know, I'm a Leo, so I have to be the center of attention. Just keep asking questions because I love being asked questions. And I love, you know, being you know, here. And you know they're here because of me. So, yeah, I love that. And I think he's one of the greatest examples that I've seen um, this past year, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, you're always in love with a Leo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always, he, he, he also always say like, oh, I'm a Leo and I love attention. So keep, keep giving me attention because I love that. So, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's my take on Leo. <laughs> Yeah, so that, 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 I mean, I can't, I can't really say anything. <laughs> Again, being a Leo myself, I understand it. <laughs> I, I always think if you want an example of a Leo in a show or something, I think Carrie Bradshaw could be quite a good example. She's a tiny bit self-centered. She's stylish all the way. This hair is her thing. So, you know, that's like a good one to keep. If not, I try to remember people that Chris Hemsworth is a Leo. Oh yeah. So you know, like that's what I call about attraction and being self-care. Like that's how they want to look, and people usually are attracted to them. And Thor is a really good example of a Leo too. So you know, keep it. Yeah. So can you imagine? Can you imagine these two working on Thor? Since you know, Taika Waititi is the director of Thor. For those who don't know, so can you imagine this both Leo making this movie? That's why the movie is so good. Like there you go. There's your that, there's your explanation. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of my pedestal now because <laughs> I'm gonna go for Virgo. So a funny fact about Virgos is that they're control freaks. <laughs> I mean, we already talked about this, but on the way that do not go into a Virgo's house and try to move things around because they'll find out and they will be mad. <laughs> like they like their house super clean all the time sharp clean very like well put together it's really funny like they have ways of organizing things i've seen it happening they really go into a crisis <laughs> but no another funny thing about uh virgos the most punctual people i ever met man i'm very bad at punctuality and all leos can relate to that because most of us are bad at it 
There are those are the people that you will tell, oh, we're gonna meet at 10. And they will wake up at 7 a.m. and get ready for that 10 a.m. appointment. And they will leave their house at 8.30. Like, it's crazy. Like, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, it's just a funny thing. All the Virgos I know are these early birds. Early birds, all the way. Like, they wake up early, they do things early, they love to finish them up early. That's why they're so great workers and so organized like they they really go to schedule so yeah keep an eye on that you'll usually see virgos doing things early on the a.m those are the early birds so now go with libra um let's just say that this is can also relate to the leo people because they always they're pretty fashionable too like they they take they can take care of themselves like real nice they can you know dress up real nice and usually they're very very attractive people like physically attractive so if you it, yeah so it's not your fault that you fall in love with a libra it would have been there been there done that so uh because they're usually very physically attractive people and on top of that they know how to dress well they know how to present themselves in a way that you're like damn you look good so um this this would be kind of like a fun thing to know about libra they're always you know over the top being you know like i want to look good and they feel good when they look good and they make sure that everyone knows they're feeling good and looking good at the same time it's just funny because that fact is so true like libras are always good looking like it's just a fact it's just funny and just to give you a little information on that again as i said libras are ruled by venus and venus is the planet of relationships and beauty so libras are usually gonna be beautiful people their smiles are usually beautiful like it's just funny like all the libras that i get to meet are just good looking there you go there you go so mm -hmm. just <laughs> now <laughs> if we go into scorpio a fun fact about Scorpio, and I feel like we mentioned this before, is that you're never really gonna know them. Like, they are that people that you always have a question about them. Like, if people ask you, like, oh, do you really, like, know much about him? You always be like, mm, I don't, I, I don't know. Like, they will always be that mysterious person in the room. Doesn't matter if they're your best friends. Like, there will always be that tiny bit of mystery to them. And you will always find them interesting. Like always, it doesn't matter. Like they always are interested. Doesn't matter. That's just all Scorpios. They always are interested, which usually tends uh, to create attraction from a lot of people. So there's very big possibilities that you will be attracted to a Scorpio at some point. But remember, they are just keeping the mystery, so you might never find out what you want to find out. That's interesting. They always, you know, the mystery calls people a lot. They're like, oh, I want to know more about it. Like, can you ever know enough about Scorpio? No. No, you cannot. That's <laughs> Straight right. Straight up. That's right. <laughs> That's a rhetorical question. Like, can you ever? And the answer is no. So um, let's go with Sagittarius now. So now Sagittarius, uh, they tend to be tall, um, except for one, uh, one of her best friends. She's like... Oh, yeah. yeah like 150 in centimeters like one meter and 50 um but let me tell you something she has this attitude that she's like she pretends i mean this attitude makes her feel like she's like two meters tall like she'd probably be like very short but don't mess with her because she has this vibration of being like super tall 
it doesn't matter it's like the shortest of her group she feels and she makes everyone feel also that she's super tall so people that are Sagittarius tend to be tall or at least have a tall attitude if that makes any sense um and and like we and when like we said before they're always traveling to a different place like they're always moving from here to there like you can never catch them in the same place twice um that's a very funny thing because yeah they like like we said they like to try new things they like to you know get to know new places so you they'll always be on a plane on a train on a car even if they're walking from one place to another they're always moving around They're like their own GPS. Mm, like yeah. it's, it's just funny. You'll contact your Sagittarius friend like one day they're here in the city and then the day after they're like, oh no, I just I just went to Australia. Like out, out of the loop. They don't let anyone know, they just do it. I, I, I actually had this like this has happened to me before, that's what I'm telling you. They do this thing. Um and lastly I have the Capricorn. So a fun thing about the Capricorns, and I think we mentioned this before, is they're just the adults. They're the adults of the group. Like, it's that person that you always know. They will be thinking about the consequences, and they will be the adult of, like, the situation. It's that friend that will always take care of other friends. Like, even if you, they're just mature. Even if you are in a Capricorn, but you have some Capricorn connotations to your birth, like your astrological chart. And this is something my great friend who knows a lot about astrology told me, because I have a rising Capricorn and he told me he always affects that maturity on Capricorn because all Capricorns have it in a way. And apparently I just look older than I am just because I have a Capricorn rising. So there you go. The Capricorns always have an older than they are personality. That's just a fact. <laughs> so I feel like that covers way more than we needed to cover. So take a breath there. That was a marathon um, right there. That was a that marathon was right there. A marathon. So I will just like to say again, like not always say is super definitive for any sign. Every sign has different things and not because you are a Leo Sagittarius or Gemini or whatever, what we say is completely true for you. Because again, there's other signs into your chart and there's so many other things that affect your personality. Like your sign is just one thing, right? But again, if you ever feel interested in knowing more about the signs, maybe have a different talk about them, maybe some other topic is a super large thing to talk about, as you could see. So just hit us up, let us know. So that will be it for our astrological bros today. That's right. Um, that's our take on astrology. So please don't forget that next episode, I promise you, it's not going to be as long. But we're gonna talk about something very, very important, which is self-love. As in, now we're in the Leo season. It's all about self-love. It's all about taking care of ourselves. So uh, next episode, we're gonna be talking about that. So please don't miss it. And um, obviously, thank you for listening, of course. Uh, please do not forget to check out our personal channels on YouTube. Um, Damiana one and Damiana's one and mine are on our Instagrams pages. So. Thank you for listening. I am Valentina and my Instagram is at ValentinaRichi07. And my beautiful, very well-informed partner right here is... So me, the talker. Um, 
um, Damiana Torrens and my Instagram handle will be at Damiana Torrens and I would like to thank you for listening today and keep with us until the end and we'll see you in the next episode.